Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Miami. My name's Daniela, but no one really calls me that unless they're angry with me. So Danny's fine. <laughs> and um, and this I'm Pam. Okay. Pamela. I go by Pam, but you can call me Pamela too. I um, I'm so excited to be here with you sharing about what led us to this point where we're starting a podcast and welcome everybody. We're so excited that you're listening. Yeah. Um, this has been years in the making, but kind of all just came together really quickly recently and we're super excited. It's actually thanks to Pamela this is happening because I've been on this journey for many years, but I never felt like I had the guts to, to talk about it live like this. Um, and then I got inspired by Pamela because she was doing all this really funny, awesome, like awakening mini videos. And I was just like, wow, we should do this. Yeah. So what she's talking about there, about the awakenings, I think. Um, so it, it all started, it didn't start when I got diagnosed with the autoimmune condition, because as I tell Daniela, sometimes I feel like I had been wanting to explore other ways of sustaining my health. I had a lot of health issues for many years. I didn't know where they were coming from. I saw tons of specialists in New York City and no one could figure out what I had. Um, and then eventually I got, that culminated with me getting diagnosed with an autoimmune disease last year. Thankfully, I was in Miami, which is also where Danny is, and we were able to connect. I knew that she had a wonderful like perspective and a knowledge and community around like holistic health for lack of a better word right is that a good word to use or was there a better one I'm always wondering about that <laughs> I have recently come to say that I'm a holistic consultant but that also sounds very strange to me so yeah whatever yeah I mean I think I think it's good to just acknowledge that because sometimes you know terms can kind of rub people the wrong way and um, mm -hmm. it's not that we don't think science is great and valuable. It is just that there's also other ways to support health as well. So um, mm -hmm. I found um, Danny, but we actually met years ago in New York. And we have, so yeah, we knew each other as little girls and then reconnected. And it's been an amazing eight months since we reconnected. And she's kind of helped me navigate this new autoimmune diagnosis that has definitely kind of rocked my world in all sorts of ways, including very positive ones. So that's kind of why I'm really excited to share more about that journey and like what that's leading to going forward um, as a twin mom, because I'm also a twin mom and um, I, yeah, it's challenging, but I'm probably going to cut this part out later. <laughs> this last part. Oh, okay. Um, so for me, I was diagnosed with endometriosis four almost eight years ago, actually now, if I calculate correctly. Um, and they told me I was never going to get pregnant, that my uterus was frozen, that it was going to be impossible. I had to have emergency surgery to get two cysts out that were protruding. I looked pregnant. Um, and doctors here in Miami, in New York, and in Columbia all told me the same thing. Um, and I was devastated because my dream was always to become a mom. So I just kind of had to stop and kind of realize for the first time that conventional medicine wasn't going to have my back and start digging and start figuring out, you know, a way 
to have my own back. Um, and I started doing some research, started paying attention to my cycle because endometriosis has to do with your menstrual cycle for those of you who haven't heard of it, because when I was told about it, I had no idea. I had grown up, um, passing out, blacking out from pain from my period and being taken to the emergency room and just being told that that was called a cramp. Um, so I had zero knowledge about what had been going on for years inside of my body. Um, and by the time I was finally told I was at the worst level, um, and the doctor said, you know, we just cleaned you out. So if there was any miracle that you could have a child, it would be in the next year. And I had just started dating my partner. It was just like not a realistic thing to have happen. And um, we, I was just completely freaked out because all of a sudden I grew up in New York. And then when I turned 24, I moved to Columbia to start my own nonprofit I was kind of in many ways living out a huge dream of mine because I had started my own nonprofit. I was in like year three or four of it. Things were going well. Um, I had a great partner at the time and, you know, everything looked great. And then all of a sudden, like my world stopped because I was told I would never become a mother. And I really had to be faced with, you know, what am I going to do with that information? And is that going to be my reality? Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't face a reality where that was true. So, um, I very thankfully, you know, started paying attention to the whispers that I heard around because, you know, we're kind of not, it's never in the forefront of the information, that kind of information. Um, and I started really paying attention to what I was eating. So I started eating organic. I started paying attention to what I consume in general. So we are unfortunately taught that that's what we eat, but we also consume through what we hear, what we listen to, what we see, what we put on our skin, um, what we smell, you know, synthetic smells completely destroy our hormonal function. So all of these things become really overwhelming when all of a sudden out of nowhere, you have to start paying attention to them later on in the process it becomes second nature. But at first it's just like, so everything I've grown up with is wrong. Like what, what's going on? And it, it becomes really lonely and like you feel unsafe almost in like the world that you grew up with. Um, but I was really lucky one day we were at this like pop-up market in Colombia. And I ran into this family that were selling what I thought were tinctures at the time. And for whatever reason, I was pulled to, to tell them my situation because I was so desperate. And the, the daughter was like, that's not going to be a problem. You're going to get pregnant. And I was just like, so grateful to her in that moment because she was the first person to ever give me hope that after I had said goodbye, we had walked down another aisle. I literally was like, I'll be right back. And I raced back towards her and gave her the biggest hug because I was just like, and like sobbing. Um, cause I was so grateful to like, know that somebody out there was willing to like 
help me and hold my hand through it and and make me feel safe again inside my body. Um, and then I, I could never turn around. I could never, you know, like I was now like on a new path in my life. And I'm so grateful to that, um, which was like the beginning seed of another, now another Miami, because this is where we live, but really another life, another way of looking at things, another option. I love that. I love that it's like another option and it's not like you're just going down this road alone and, you know, it's super scary and now you have to pay attention to all these toxins. And if you're just listening, I'm doing air quotes because I feel like there's so much baggage related, you know, to the, to that term. Um, but you do kind of have just to start being more conscious of it. And it's also tough because these are structural system-wide issues that are impacting our environment, that are impacting our health. And so the burden really truly shouldn't be on us in an ideal world, but here we are. And so instead of just keeping all this, all these learnings and all these life experiences to ourselves, when Daniela said, let's start a podcast, I was like, that sounds amazing. Um, I never saw myself starting a podcast in a million years, even though I do love to share my story on Instagram. I feel like it was just perfect because so many people are so curious and I'm, I'm kind of surprised by, you know, how many people have reached out and said, Hey, I also have an autoimmune disease. You give me a lot of hope, right? Like people can start slowly implementing these things. You can plant one seed here, another there, and just help people, you know, almost like just make sense out of the chaos and start to just feel better in their own bodies and in, in the world. And so I kind of love it because it is, you can't do it alone. Because it, it, the structures are so real and large and rigid. Mm -hmm. And it is so expensive, honestly, you know, to eat better, unfortunately. Although we do have some hacks and workarounds that we'll be sharing in future episodes. Um, Daniela has like revolutionized my way of grocery shopping. Um, like you get this stuff at Trader Joe's, you get this stuff at Costco, you, you can get your, you know, freshly ground peanut butter at Whole Foods, but don't get a bunch of other stuff at Whole Foods, because, you know, whatever you, you, you get the gist, um, about just one of the things we're going to be talking about. Um, but yeah. And what's cool too, is like all these people that I'm talking about, they've reached out. They don't even live in Miami. Some of them have a Miami connection, but a lot of them live in other places. So while the podcast is called another Miami, we really kind of see it as a microcosm for the world at large. And, you know, just wherever you are tuning in from, um, this is a community. We can all learn from each other. And this is, I think you put it beautifully earlier, Danny, if you want to go more into like, this is, an, we're not speaking from a podium. We're really like in community here, just talking about our experiences and hoping that some of it resonates. And I was tearing up when you were talking, by the way, because we'll, we'll save this for another podcast episode, but I also had fertility issues. So we also had that connection. And it's so interesting once you start talking to, you know, especially women, I feel like, because the healthcare system, unfortunately, I think can be a little more challenging to navigate. Um, a lot of us have very similar experience. They're not the same, but there's some threads that I'm excited to explore. So, yeah. And it, you're right. It, they are, seeds that get planted and we don't even notice it. Um, and then it's just, it turns into like kind of a snowball effect of just making the next right decision over and over and over again. I remember, um, when I was maybe 18 at the time, I just happened to randomly watch this documentary called the business of being born 
And I'm nine years older than my brother, and I forced him to watch it with me. And then when I finally found out that I was pregnant, I told him that I was going to have a home birth. And he was like, oh, my God, wait, are you talking about that documentary? And I was just like, I kind of I forgot about it, and honestly. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. And he's like, you're going to die. And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. But, like. We, you know, that's why I said like whispers, like it comes to, to us because we're, we're, we're not innovating things, we're remembering them. Um, and then after Pascal, my son was born, like two months later, I became a certified doula. It's just like, you just keep choosing something different um, and it ends up being a beautiful life. But I think when you choose to do it in community, it's all that more beautiful. So that's what really pushed us to do this because we have felt how lonely it can feel um, and the difference that it makes when you do it with others. Um, and part of like the next right decision was when I moved back to Miami after my son was six months old, we left Columbia and came here. And I found a forest school that I wanted, uh, that I had been looking for because it had been another seed that had been planted earlier, many, many years ago. Um, a forest school, for those of you who don't know, is like the idea of letting kids learn out in nature by simply playing, by letting them be, by not intervening, by separating them from our fears and letting them figure out like what their limits are. Um, and truly discover and be curious so that they can learn to love learning rather than being enforced to learn. Um, so I was really blessed that there happened to be one blocks away from where I ended up living here in Miami. And as one of their pillars, they had conscious parenting. So it was one of the biggest blessings for me because I was a newly single mom and I, I really wanted, you know, help and direction and community. Um, and I wanted to expand it past the two hours, two times a week class. So I created um, a WhatsApp group so that we could, you know, meet up, hang out and, you know, support each other at least virtually. And at first it was like a book club where we would read a chapter of the book, Song Conscious Parenting, and then come together because I wanted some accountability because it's hard parenting if anybody <laughs> it's hard and um then it just turned into this like social play date but we were sharing about our lives so it kind of became a combination of things right um because we had all taken the option the choice to do it as consciously as possible um and then to do it together um, and now we're five years down the road and almost 200 moms. And that's where we reconnected, which was. Has yeah. Been and I feel like what's so cool about this is that you are a few years ahead of me. So you're kind of like a big sister that I'd never had. I love saying that. And also I feel like, um, wait, what was I going to say about conscious parenting? Oh, since I'm behind, I'm still learning and I'm like, okay, I know that we need to monitor screen time. I know that this is something that we have to kind of control 
Um, but in speaking to you, like you need that community. You can't do that alone because it is hard. Like we're still learning and we're still doing screen time. We're doing it less. Um, and you have to learn how to do it. And I think once you get better at it, it just kind of becomes part of this new normal. And a lot of it is like, I think in previous conversations you've mentioned, like living slower and, you know, maybe I'm not going to have the amount of time that I would have otherwise to sit in on my laptop, you know, after dinner and the kids are just watching TV. And, you know, sometimes I will do that because sometimes you have to get stuff done, but just being more conscious of it and realizing that like, I just can't get as much done as I want to because parenting is a priority. Like I'm not one of those people like Danny that like always dreamt of being a mom. I think it's okay. We're moms. (laughs) So just in talking about like the next right choice, we, we wanted to share a story, share how we got here and share why we want to continue sharing because we feel like we're not the only ones that are searching for this and that um, we can create a real resource in a place where, you know, out front Miami looks like this shiny, hot, fast paced South Beach kind of vibe, but it can also be a slow place filled with indigenous history, um, filled with incredible nature and resources and people and community who want to choose a different way, um, choose another way, um, which is why we call it another Miami, but it could be another anything, honestly. Um, but if you are in Miami and you want to help us, we would love to have you add to our community blog, or we have a place on our website where you can reference you can make suggestions on different places because what we're going to be doing, we're going to be focusing on life in general, but like health, well-being, motherhood, life. And, you know, right now that's kind of like an up and coming thing, but what really works and what have we really liked and what can we actually suggest is a different story. So we would like to do like, I guess, kind of field trips, go to these places, check them out see how it feels and then have them in our directory so that other people can go to them because a lot of these places they're small and they aren't really known and and we'd love to give them a shout out too because they're helping support our kind of lifestyle um so if you want to join us in that way that would be awesome but basically follow us on instagram on the website um keep listening to the podcast because it might be helpful and hopefully fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And we'll also have guests. So um, we'll have guests. We'll do recaps from these um, kind of field trips that we go on and just share more about our personal histories and our, our current challenges as we try to live well, live consciously. And yeah, health and wellness says I feel I've been co-opted by um, corporations to sell you guys and us like supplements that we may not need. Um, but, uh, it's really, it's really about like more foundational, um, questions and our exploration of these questions. Like how do we, how do we actually take advantage of this amazing gift we've been given called life and not just let it, you know, pass us by and just do the prescribed steps that most people kind of 
feel compelled to do for one reason or another. Um, and that it's really also not black and white, right? Because we still live in the world and we're still, you know, going to be, we still have people in our lives that maybe um, are not on the same journey. So it's all about just creating community, creating understanding and just creating connection, um, not just in Miami, but beyond Miami as well. And we're super excited to be here. Yeah. And the Instagram account is another Miami. So it should be pretty easy for you all to find. And please subscribe so that you can get updates when we record. We are going to be trying to do these weekly. So, yeah. So for next week, we're going to um, talk more in depth about our, our wellness journey and what we have done to heal and the ever going process. Because I would love to share with you the protocol that we've followed. And, you know, it's not just one thing, it's the whole thing. So. All right. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you again soon. Bye.